Have you ever started out with one creative idea just to find out along the way that you're going in completely the wrong direction? Well, that happened to me this week when I was preparing for this Christmas episode. But then it all changed when I had a real conversation with a real shepherd. And my viewpoint on the whole nativity story may never be the same again. Stick around, you just might be challenged and inspired too. Hello, creative soul. Welcome to the Beauty Hunters podcast. Are you feeling stuck? Not having enough time, money, or energy to create? Do you want to make a difference in this world with your creativity, but you feel exhausted by life's responsibilities and void of inspiration? You are not alone. We are your hosts, Jonathan and Michelle Rose, fellow creative souls who understand the struggle. We once lived a life consumed by the daily grind, leaving us feeling empty and dead inside. And that all changed when we discovered the mindsets and skills that allowed us to stay in creative flow and infuse everyday life with creative passion. We are here with strategies and inspiration to help you fill your daily life with vibrant creativity. If you are ready to thrive and take your creativity to the next level, then grab your coffee, tune in, and let's create a more beautiful world together. Well, hello, and welcome to the Christmas episode of the Beauty Hunters podcast. We want to wish all of you a very merry, merry Christmas. And, you know, it's interesting because I grew up listening to that Christmas song that says, all I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. You grew up listening to that song? Yeah, I thought it was really funny. (laughs) So anyway, just to be punny on that, all I would like for Christmas this year from all of our listeners is an Apple podcast review. <laughs> it's not as catchy as my two front teeth. I know, right? <laughs> I, I, I don't think that'll work out in a jingle. But it is the gift that keeps on giving because it really does help out our show and get in front of more creatives. So we just would love it if you guys would take a few seconds, if you're encouraged when you listen to our show, and go over and leave us a quick review. And with that being said, we'd like to read a review that was left this week from Claiming Simplicity. And it says, I love this. We all need to experience more beauty and be more present, especially in the days we are living in. Can't wait to hear more. Thank you, Claiming Simplicity. You've really helped my Christmas wish come true. All right. So, Jonathan, what did you have in mind for this Christmas Day episode? Well, I had the thought a few weeks ago that there might be some lessons for us wrapped up in the story of Jesus' birth and how that might relate to creativity. And the first thing that came to mind was the word humble. Well, because first of all, you've got Jesus being born in a manger. Let's think about that. Jesus, the Messiah, God incarnate, come in flesh, creator of the heavens and the earth, being born in a lowly manger. And then this story is getting announced to the shepherds of all people. I mean, the angels didn't go and announce it to the religious leaders or to prominent business leaders, or to the kings and governors of the region. They announced it to shepherds. And you always hear this narrative of the lowly shepherds. And I just just ran with that because that's what's always talked about culturally. So I just started diving into, well, what are the connections between humility and our creative spirit? So Michelle, just to kick it off, why don't you go ahead and read the story of Jesus' birth from Luke chapter 2. And let's start at verse 5, where Joseph and Mary enter Bethlehem. Okay. He took with him Mary, to whom he was engaged, who was now expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. She gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him in snugly, 
she wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger, because there was no lodging available for them. That night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them, Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David, and you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth, lying in a manger. Suddenly, the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest of heaven, and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. When the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, Let's go to Bethlehem, and let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. They hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph, and there was the baby lying in the manger. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them all about this child. All who heard the shepherd's story were astonished, but Mary kept all of these things in her heart and thought about them often. The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. It was just as the angel had told them. So in this biblical story, you see the shepherds are the key figures. Well, I mean, obviously Jesus is the key figures. Let's call them the key supporting actors. Um, So naturally my thought was, hey, why don't I go talk to a real shepherd? Because that's the thought everyone would have, right? (laughs) Right. Actually, that's a very natural thought for me to have because it just so happens that my son-in-law is a shepherd. I mean an actual shepherd, not a metaphorical shepherd. Yeah, we always get asked, (laughs) a shepherd of sheep? It's just not a very common profession these days. But my son-in-law, Samuel, is a shepherd And so I went and I talked to him about the connections between humility and creativity and the idea about the humble, lowly shepherds. And that's where the story took a hard turn because Samuel actually pushed back on that conventional narrative of the lowly shepherds. He he pointed out facts of Jewish history that paint a very different image of the shepherds. Things like Abraham and his lineage all being herdsmen and shepherds. Things like King David being a shepherd. Things like the shepherds playing a key role in the worship rituals of Jewish history because of the sacrificial system, and the shepherds would have been the one providing the sacrificial lamb and knowing whether it's a spotless lamb. So Jewish culture is actually very deeply rooted in shepherding, and so it doesn't necessarily follow that they had an especially low social status. Hmm. That sounds like Samuel actually poked a lot of holes in the original idea that you had for this episode. So I'm curious, what did you do next? He sure did. Well, as any good creative, I had to lean into curiosity. So when I sensed that my interview and talk with Samuel was going in a different direction, I just thought, well, Samuel, how does creativity show up for you as a shepherd? And his answers painted a beautiful picture of what it takes to be a good shepherd. He talked about things like, being present. Shepherds have to be keen observers. They have to constantly monitor their flocks for signs of distress and health issues and changes in the weather. He talked about being adaptable. Shepherds have to always look at the changes in the terrain and the needs of the flock. 
They have to have a close connection with nature and the environment to understand the seasons and all the uh, plants around them that the sheep are eating. He talked about their keen intuitions and how uh, shepherds often develop a strong intuition about the needs of the flock and the behaviors of their sheep. He talked about problem solving. Shepherds face various challenges such as finding the grazing areas and addressing the health issues and protecting the flocks from predators. And, you know, one thing I learned about him early on before he married Jasmine was, you know, he would get up early in the hours uh, and do things like build shelters daily. You know, he was always out there doing creative things on a daily basis just to provide for his flock. So it seems like Samuel could have been describing a good creative just as much as being a good shepherd. Um, Where did all of those traits end up leading you in this nativity story? Yeah, it's funny you say that because immediately I started thinking about, man, he really is describing traits that make a creative good at being creative. So honestly, it left me with a lot more questions than answers. But I'm fine with that. I think a hallmark of pursuing creativity is curiosity and wonder. And those curiosity and wonder should have that effect on us. I think any good creative endeavor should leave us with more questions than answers. So if it wasn't necessarily the humility of the shepherds that made them an audience to the angelic hosts and gave them a front row seat to awe and wonder, then what was it? Why would God trust them, of all people, with this most important announcement in human history? What if it's because God needed those he could trust to attend to it? Someone with a lifestyle of being present. Someone with a lifestyle of adaptability and problem solving. Someone with a close connection to nature and the history of God's people. Could that be the kind of person that the divine muse might light upon on a holy night? The kind of person who, while attending their flock, would be open to see and hear a message from heaven. With all that it takes to be a good shepherd, why wouldn't God announce the mysteries of heaven to them? With all it takes to be a good creative, why wouldn't he whisper the same mysteries to us? Mm, That's good. So I want to leave our listeners with this encouragement and a challenge. Remember the beautiful parallels between being a good shepherd and being a good creative. Let them remind us that creativity is not just about making things. It's about embodying qualities that make us better shepherds of our ideas and inspirations and attend in such a way that the mysteries of heaven would unravel before your watchful eyes. Thank you for that, Jonathan. I think that's a really good perspective as far as just tending to those inspirational thoughts to be creative with them. That's really good. So with that, we want to wish all of you guys a Christmas filled with creativity, wonder, and joy. And we look forward to being with you next Monday as we welcome 2024 together. Thank you for joining us on the Beauty Hunters podcast. I hope this episode has encouraged you. If so, would you please take 30 seconds and share it with other creatives in your life? And please leave a quick written review on Apple Podcasts. Your reviews keep us inspired and help more people discover the podcast. Okay, time for us to hit the road. We're off to our next art show. We'll meet you back on Monday for another episode. Until our next encounter, always remember that your creativity will make the world a more beautiful place.